Do you get detentions at university? <laughs> no. It's not like school because, like, if we don't go to something, there's no teacher. Well, sometimes, if you miss lots of things, they chase you up. But generally, it's up to you because you're your own person. Mm, that's quite cool. <laughs> and no one wears uniforms either. I've never worn a uniform ever. Really? Yeah, but that's strange. Really, yeah, never. Was that strange? I don't think that's strange. Yeah, every yeah. I'd never met anyone else who's never worn a uniform to school. Well, you must have a lot one. of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> don't have nothing. Tess was like, "Well, isn't it so stressful wearing mufti every yeah. day?" Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Pillow Talk. This is, of course, the podcast that's discussing the things you talk about at the end of the day. Joining me, as always, is India. Hi, India. Hi, everyone. Are you comfortable here in bed? Yeah, very comfortable. Yeah, there's not much room today, though, sir. No, we've got a, a bit of an intruder. Hi, Tess. Hi. Um, who are you? Uh, I'm India's sister. And how old are you? 13. Tess has uh, made her first solo visit up to Leeds. Uh, for a couple of nights. How are you finding it so far? It's really good. Have I been a good host? Yeah. <laughs> you had eggy bread for breakfast. Yeah, but it was quite a late breakfast. A late mm. breakfast. We have a slow India's pace. you're starving you. A slow <laughs> pace of life here at university. We take our time. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Will? So, today we're going to be talking about Halloween, uh, which coming is coming up, up this week. Yeah. Uh, mm. We're also going to be talking about plastics. The EU has just voted to ban single-use plastics by 2021 so no more cotton buds how am i gonna clean my ears <laughs> you have to just w- lick your finger uh. <laughs> and wellness wellness you want to talk be about-, talking about wellness a bit um inspired by a lecture i had this week and we're gonna find out who knows india better her boyfriend me or her sister tess yeah tess how do you think you're gonna get on well, you're with her more of the time, so I'm not really sure. It depends on what question. But, but you spent like 19 years or 21 years. No, because yeah, Tess has like, known oh, me yeah. for yeah. 13 years. Oh, yeah, that so you've known me longer. Yeah, but... But Will spends more time. Yeah. At the moment. Depends what questions really she asks. Okay, first question. We're going to go in quite easy. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. What is my favourite colour? Yellow. Yellow. Oh, well done, guys. One point to each of you. But the thing is, at the moment it's yellow, but like... Yeah, it would be blue. But it's kind of blue as a safe bet. Yeah. Because you're just kind of experimenting with the yellow. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... In a a, a bit of a phase. (laughs) (laughs) A bit creative, was that? So one all at the moment. India, Mm -hmm. what's the next one? What is my go-to cocktail? Go-to cocktail? How would I know that? (laughs) You would know from like holidays and stuff. Um. <laughs> I don't even know any mm. any cocktail names. Yeah. Um. Right. Shall I tell you both? Yeah. yeah. It's a mojito. Oh yeah, I knew that. Oh. Mm. You probably knew that from yeah, like, that's being quite in Spain. Simple. I yeah. Thought it was something a bit no, more exotic. Simple. I wasn't trying. But to I was. I was. Uh, yeah. mm. I wasn't trying but, to trick you out. It's a bit boring. Mojito. Oh, right? sorry, Des. <laughs> Do you like mojitos, but raspberry mojitos you like? Yes, I do like a raspberry mojito. Okay. No. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. What was the name of our first dog? 
Chester. Chester. Another point for you both. Ooh, That's easy. We're winning. How many houses have I lived in in Bedford? Two. It's three, Will. Oh, well done, Tess. <laughs> have you lived in those houses too? Well, that's probably how you knew the answer. <laughs> what breed of dog do I want when I am older? What have you gone for? Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. I've also gone for a Golden Retriever called Luna. Oh, very specific there. Luna. It is a Golden Retriever, you're that's right. pretty name, good. No, I like the name Luna. Really? Mm. It, it is sort of, of a bit silly. Like, well, it's my dog. I can call it what I want. You you wanted to call a dog Mud? Yeah. Mud? mud. Yeah. Get a mud. brown dog called <laughs> Mud. No. Indeed, oh. no. What is my famous recipe for a fish finger sandwich? Okay, I've got it. What have you said, Tess? Mayo and ketchup mixed together and then mushed up the fish fingers in with it and then put it in the sandwich. What, do I put anything else in the sandwich? Um, maybe lettuce, but depending how you're feeling. <laughs> okay. Right. If you're feeling healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that healthy. Uh, mash up the fish fingers after they cook. Add mayo and ketchup. Mix it in. Lettuce and tomatoes chopped up and cheese and two bits of white bread. Hmm. Well, Will was slightly more specific, but Tess got the general... You don't normally have white bread, do you? General gist. Well, if I've got but white bread, I'll use yeah, it. <laughs> it's in the I'm going to have to give that point to Will, I'm Ooh. afraid, Tess. Ooh, harsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know you had tomato. Yeah, sometimes I like a bit of tomato. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right, this question, there's two points up for grabs. What is the best and worst thing about working at the kiosk, in my opinion. India, what is the kiosk? The kiosk is a cafe back at home in Bedford uh, that our mum owns and I work at. Right. Got mine. You got yours, Tess? Yeah, I've basically got it. I can just say it. Right, say it. Okay, so the best mm -hmm. is that you're working for your mum and helping your mum and that you get to see of locals. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, I think you're giving more than one answer. <laughs> and that there's lots of cake and Maltese Square. And then the worst is how sometimes in the morning you arrive and people have left it a mess. Oh, that is and annoying. And also when people um, leave, um, don't say when you're out of milk or something, and there's like a stop time when people can go get milk and they don't say. And also <laughs> when it's cold and you're just standing there cold. Okay. Aww. Good All answers. Right. Thank well, you, I went, The worst is being cold and the best is free Malteser cake. So you both went for the Malteser cake? That's the best thing about going well, there. I'd say you both get one point, the worst thing being cold. Yes. What about the free coffees? Is that the best thing? The best thing is either the coffees or chatting to the locals. So I'm afraid Tess gets this okay. point. Woo Shall we finish with a, a quick fire round? Okay. okay. So we just shout out the answers. Yeah, and whoever gets it first gets the point. Ready? Yep. yep. Where's my favourite place in the world? Jersey. Jersey. Point to Will. How many cousins do I have? Ten. <laughs> 
Six. Six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of my school in Bahrain? St. Chris. What's one of my favourite books? Um, Beware Liars? No. <laughs> <laughs> just reading books. That's just reading book names. Would I go to McDonald's, Burger King or Subway? McDonald's. Point to whale, McDonald's. What a greedy pig. Where would you go? McDonald's. Really? Out of those three, yeah. I love Subway, but McDonald's. I had Subway on Tuesday. What, what, what would your McDonald's choice be? Right now? Yeah. Um, I always go for the same thing. Hmm, I'm in quite of a chicken mood. Yeah, I always go for muck chicken sandwich. Me yeah. too. Medium meal, and then an Oasis drink. Final question. What is my favourite type of milk to have in my coffee? Oat milk. And the final point goes to Tess. Woo! That's right. Would you like the final scores? Yes, please. Yeah. Who's feeling confident? Tess Me. <laughs> so with seven points, it's yeah. Will. Woo! Well done. And with nine points, we have Tess. Yay! Congratulations, Tess. Thank you. How does it feel to know me better? Feels amazing. That's because <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> First topic of this week, we're going to talk about plastic. Plastic. Everyone's favourite thing to talk about. Um, statistic man, Will, have you got some statistics for us? Some statistics. Well, I've got a fact. And mm-hmm. the fact is that uh, the European Parliament um, has voted to ban single-use plastics as of 2021. So things like um, plastic straws, cotton buds, uh, plastic plates and cutlery, they'll all be banned by 2021. So the push to use less plastic is a huge thing at the moment, isn't it? Your mum aims to live plastic-free, doesn't she? Yes, so my mum has try to go plastic free so she goes off to this farmer's market and takes her little tupperware boxes um or tins or whatever i don't think they're plastic or like paper bags or whatever or gets glass into, jars yeah glass jars are a good one uh and fills it all with like the plast uh pasta almost a plastic pasta and like rice rice lentils. lentils you went there didn't you yeah they had um you can take Shampoo, conditioner, soap, washing yeah, up liquid containers, they'll refill them all. That's so cool. Yeah. I think it's perhaps a bit of a luxury, though. We're going to touch on this when we talk about wellness, but the idea that, yes, it's wonderful to go plastic-free, but not everyone has that available yeah. to them. Do you know what I mean? Because if it's costing more, the products you're buying at these little markets, then it's more expensive. But then shouldn't it be made subsidized possible that everyone can get it so in supermarkets rather than things being wrapped in plastic things wrapped in paper or they're just loose and people can put their things in their own yeah definitely like i I think think the more accessible it is the more people are gonna do it if things are in supermarkets not in plastic of course people will buy them but not everyone has the facilities even around them to live plastic free yeah because it's easier to get the stuff that are like wrapped in plastic say yeah but if there was something to like if there was an alternative. alternative so there's yeah there are things so like beeswax yeah you can make you can buy cling film that's made out of beeswax so it's not mm. got any plastic in it's just beeswax you put it on but um 
or you could use like tin foil. Yeah. Um, or like hessian bags or paper bags, whatever. They, I think they do because a lot of shops now, because they have to charge ten p for a bag. Yeah. People aren't gonna get the bags, so they have gone for alternative material made, like Primark do um, paper bags, and um, Urban Outfitters. They do fabric bags. Fabric paper bags. bags. Um, but do you think 10p is enough to make people not have a bag? No. 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 So what do you reckon? I think also what? it's memory. Like sometimes I'll pop to the shop not planning to. So yeah. I don't always have a bag with me. And also I don't want to pay loads of money for a reusable one on the spot when I've got about 100 at home. But then, so if they're trying to get rid of plastic bags, mm-hmm. should they charge more? Or should they just not offer them? Or how how should it, if 10p is not working? I think they should be using paper bags, yeah. which aren't the strongest things in the world. But if you're doing a quick little supermarket shop and you've forgotten your plastic bag, chances are you're not buying that much. So the, so the solution is just not use plastic? Yeah, I think so. Lots of places now use paper straws, or you have to ask behind the bar, don't yeah. you? Or metal. Metal straws, Or yeah. you can use... Um, pa- uh, Pasta. Pasta as a straw. Pasta. Yeah, you can get this like kind of spaghetti, but it's got a big hole in. Or like penne, but long. Uh, and you can have pasta straws. Do you remember, Tess, when we were little, we would buy those cocoa pop straws? Oh, they oh, were yeah. so yeah, yummy. And you would suck your milk up through them after and you'd had your go. cereal. Yeah, I was oh. only allowed them in the holidays. They were so nice. Yeah. There <laughs> is a lot of now bioplastic um, around, which makes people think, it's better for the environment. Bioplastic is plastic that has some organic material in, so like plant matter or things like that. Is that the one that's advertised as compostable? Uh, some of it is, but lots of it isn't designed to be compostable. I guess if they advertise it as compostable, then it will be compostable. But um, lots of it can't be. So 40% of what is uh, bioplastic uh, is never designed to be biodegradable, but people still think, oh, I'm buying bioplastic, I'm a lot healthier, when actually you need to check that it has. It says it can be composted. So, like last week, it's more misleading information then? Yeah. Um, and also, things like toothbrushes as well. I saw this uh, this week, um, that a toothbrush takes 400 years to decompose. 400? 400 oh years gosh. to decompose. Um, and like now lots of places burn it instead of like burn the rubbish instead of putting it to mm-hmm. landfill which is bad for like health and emissions there emissions are wooden toothbrushes yeah you so you can bet ones. bamboo ones yeah. now um which if my mum's listening you can get me one for my birthday this week i heard um that microplastics had been found in human poo for the I first saw that, time yeah so it means that they've gone completely full circle through the chain through the food chain yeah. so like so, because obviously lots of the plastic is in the ocean, so, or in, I doubt it would be in like animal feed, but you never know. But like fish are absorbing lots of yeah. microplastics through what they eat, and then when those fish get eaten by larger fish, then the plastic gets yeah. eaten, yeah. and then on and on to us. So I wonder one day, joking, you know, they'll cut up a human and there'll just be plastic bags. Oh, like that. That in the stomach. Yeah, that thing video. of the whale. I don't think... Well, we're not going to eat plastic bags. (laughs) 
There but are... there might be a plastic bag and a fish. Yeah, but if and we, we eat, eat a fish. But you don't eat the, like, but the guts, yeah, do you? Yeah, it'd be cut, wouldn't it? So You'd notice. You'd hope. Find... Yeah. <laughs> this is bright orange plastic bag. <laughs> um, there are books about it now. There's one called No More Waste, I think. People are definitely taking more of an interest, I think, and trying to do their bit a bit more. Which I think, if there's an interest, they'll create a market for it. Yeah. And once there's a market for it, it drives all the costs down. Yeah, exactly. Because there's competition, and so... I think looking forward into the future, there will be, we'll see a real shift from disposable plastic, one-time use things into reusing things or um, not using them in the first place. I think it's a slow process, but I think we're definitely heading in the right direction. So Indy, you were watching a video this week where a, a girl had all her rubbish, was it from the past year? In five just, years. Five years. In yeah. just a, like a jam jar. Yeah, like a mason jar. Oh, I've seen a video like that. It's Did amazing. You? It's amazing, yeah. But again, but like where, a luxury, like more expensive yeah. to if you're trying to cut down your waste that much. I didn't watch I guess the whole just, thing. Lots of it will just be reusing it, I guess. Yeah. And like repurposing things. Yeah. And the thing that um, they have are like little, like little bits of plastic that have been on, say, a packet. That yeah. I think as well, we should point out, she hadn't fit all her waste from five years in the jam jar. It was like her food waste and anything recyclable. Yeah. She would recycle, but it's just the okay. unrecyclable. The, yeah. The, 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 the stuff that she couldn't um, recycle. recycle. Yeah. So then if, if lots of packaging, especially food packaging, is the problem with this, um, with, with plastics, what do you think about growing your own things? Do you reckon that's, or is that going back in time? So having than a like an allotment. Yeah. Lots of people do have allotments. I think, again, it's it's a luxury to, because they can be quite expensive, it's a luxury to afford to buy it in the p- first place. It's a luxury to give up your time, yeah. yeah. I'd like to, but I'm not sure the climate is the best in the world here. Just be on apples and pears. Be living off apples, pears, beetroots. Potatoes. Carrots, courgettes. I wouldn't get any avocados. <laughs> you tried to grow an avocado. I did. I tried to grow an avocado tree this summer. It didn't work. And Dad put it in the bin. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was getting all mouldy. Oh. It wasn't working. So I was in a lecture the other day on femininity and um, advertising and how the two are linked. So I feel like today we're shown a lot of products that are advertised as a necessity so if you don't have this you won't have smooth hair you won't have bronze skin you won't have kind of long eyelashes and therefore you're not beautiful when in actual fact most of these products are more of a luxury as i say they're not necessary they're just the expectation yeah uh so society is saying you're not beautiful if you don't have it. Well, that's not what society, that's what the adverts are saying. Aren't yeah, it? but that you know it implies. And not every girl or boy in the world has these things, and that doesn't mean they're not beautiful. Good point, Tess. <laughs> well made. Because <laughs> do you see adverts? Because I know I certainly do see things and think, oh, I want this, I need this, because then I'll be like this, rather yeah. than just being like content and happy and mm-hmm. how we are. And sometimes, like adverts, like lead you into it like say on the television and then you see how it actually well they how they say it looks and you're like oh that's actually quite good and then you try it 
yeah. and actually doesn't and do anything. But then yeah. that's the point of advertising. They want you to try their product, don't yeah. they? Yeah. To buy it. So then how are we to go forward? Are we? Do we say, oh no, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't advertise beauty products or we should, we should, how, how should we do it? Well, it's hard, isn't it? Because if, obviously, the companies can't advertise their products and say, oh, this is good, but you don't need it. You're already beautiful. (laughs) Because otherwise, people aren't going to buy it and the industry goes bust. But I think there is a balance between being like, this is what makes you beautiful. But then maybe it's not the problem with the advert. It's the problem with how society views people. Mm. But the adverts, I think, are going to... Yeah, you're right. They're gonna because we're always gonna have adverts. People they're gonna be always... shaped by society. Well, the adverts are just trying to sell the product. Yeah, some adverts aren't very realistic and don't like show things that would actually happen in like reality. But I think the the way forward here isn't for the advertising to change unless we can find a way for them to somehow market their product without pressuring people pressuring people into buying it. Or, well. If they do or not, I think it's just people are just they they do it in a way to make people buy their product, don't they? Yeah. So they're always going to want that, but then in society, maybe we should take a step back and say, okay, that's what they're saying. I don't believe it. Do you think? Just maybe be a bit more skeptical. But there's also a rise in like um, it's called femvertising. So it uses movements like such as feminism people use the fact that they're diverse to advertise their products or they use the fact that they are striving for gender equality to advertise their products so i saw an audi advert where um it's a little girl racing a a go-kart and there's a voiceover of her dad saying oh how do i tell her that she's going to grow up um being viewed as lesser than her male friends and her brothers blah 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 and he says all these things and then at the end it's like audi striving for equal pay or something so they're using the fact that they're trying to be you know inclusive and feminist to advertise their cars which you know when you look at it seems like a good thing but actually they still don't really care what the consumer thinks they just want them to buy the car so i guess the solution is you just have to take a step back and look at it and say well they're just doing that as a pr stunt they're just doing that to sell more things rather than play into yeah. it. So basically, don't believe adverts. Just be a bit... <laughs> be a bit wary. <laughs> yeah, be a bit more sensible. So there's been lots in the media recently about different protests. So there was the People's March um, in London last weekend for yeah. Brexit. And with the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing in America. America. Um, There were obviously lots of protests happening around that. And who was it? Amy Schumer and Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. So lots of big names getting involved. Lily James was at the People's March. I'm sure she wasn't the only one. So protests, what are your thoughts? If you believe in something, it's great to stand up and show that's what you believe in. But I don't know how much use they are. In so terms of making a difference, yeah. Tess, what about you? Yeah, it's good to get your point across, but sometimes it can get a bit out of hand, and sometimes you're not even like um, 
having a protest is not the best way of getting your point across. Yeah. And of getting what you all believe. And I think, yeah, p- protesting is great as long as it's sort of controlled. Because there are instances like um, in Charlottesville, there were those riots that started out as protests and then got out of hand. And But the cost of keeping it controlled is humongous for the police uh, and, and security and making sure that everyone's safe and okay. So when people start doing more than just speaking or marching, mm. then it can get a bit dangerous. Yeah. I think, as we've said, in theory, they are a great thing. But part of me feels like if a decision is going to be made or if something is going to happen, it's not that often that lots of people walking together will change that. And it also, yeah, it depends what you're all protesting about. Yeah. Perhaps for. we're quite pessimistic, though. But, okay, so I think it was 700,000 people is the estimate for the people at the, uh, the amount of people at the People's March. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, when you think about it, it's a huge number of people altogether marching. But as a percentage of the UK's population, yeah. it's like 1%. And or also, less, less than that. So, But does it... I don't know whether if you ask politicians before and after, oh, does it make it more likely that we'll have a second referendum or whatever? I don't think their answer will have changed. No, but it it does then draw attention to draw it. attention to it and stir yeah. the pot a bit, and it might not get the end result they want, but it will push forward the cause. I guess perhaps part of it is not even making that much of an impact to the authorities, so whether that's politicians or whoever, but actually at a lower level rallying the emotion and rallying people around the cause and also but also i guess you've got to remember that the people on either side of the protest like if it was uh like uh a uh, a leave protest Mm. the people doing it are the people feeling very strongly about the matter rather than a representative of the whole population even the whole percentage of people who have voted to stay or leave in in the brexit particularly passionate Mm. So it's not always an accurate picture of what a movement wants. Mm-hmm. Or an opinion is. Yeah. So Halloween is this week. What are you excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. What are you guys doing? We're going out. Oh, India, have you got a costume? No. No, are you going to have a costume? It's just quite a lot of effort, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe Not I'll do some face paint. Oh, face yeah. paint, yeah. You I like did face paint. Ri- a really good one a oh, couple of years ago. It's like you? a skeleton. Yeah, I did. Normally I just put like a mask on or like a cloak on. Yeah. But it's, it's like. It's very I'd much, I'd much rather go trick or treating, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's I'm quite a weird thing, Halloween. It's it is. What are you doing for it? Are you going trick or treating this year? Uh, no, I'm going to a friend's house and I think we're going to watch um, scary movies. So this is your first year not trick or treating? Yeah. So do you feel sad about that? Yeah, but quite a lot of my friends are away, so I would do it if some of my closer mm. friends were there. So is, is 13 like the cut-off age where you stop going trick-or-treating, mm. do you think? I'd say you could still just about get away Because I think I, I read once that like if you go trick-or-treating when you're older than 14, it actually counts as begging, begging or something. Yeah. Really? As opposed to trick-or-treating, yeah. Some, peop- some of my friends say their mums say it's begging, but people who put out pumpkins want to give sweets like... That's, I don't know if that's everywhere, but you only knock on doors with pumpkins. Yeah, that's, just, yeah, that's one of the little yeah. rules, isn't it? That, and people have done that, put out pumpkins because they want to join yeah. in. It's not like 
so people are like knocking on doors like please just houses with all you the must give me doors. something <laughs> yeah yeah some people get so passionate and irate about it don't they yeah it's just a little fun little festival for kids to get some sugar <laughs> speaking about pumpkins yeah pumpkins eight million pumpkins this year are gonna just get thrown away because people just use them to carve yeah so wow. i guess one of the expectations is well i don't know you buy a pumpkin to carve it. I don't think you ever want to eat it afterwards because they go rotten well, and they go a bit horrible. But some you can hollow oh, them yeah, out because you can't. Which bit of the pumpkin do you eat? Not do the you... like the not insides, the not the seeds, um, not the guts, but that. Not the seeds, like the orange bit that isn't the skin. Okay, like a butternut squash. Like just a bit. There's just a. Bit yeah, so it's not that thick of a. No. Yeah. But even still, eight million pumpkins is enough to feed the entire country some pumpkin pie wow and that's all being thrown away yeah and that but it's all it's all going to waste so do you think that that it's worth do you think carving the pumpkin having the pumpkin is worth the waste that it causes maybe someone could come up with something to do after you've carved it and like used it for halloween i'm not sure if that would be eating it in some way because lots of lots of food waste does go into powering it like it goes into that electrical yeah. circuit the national also, grid so even if if we didn't carve pumpkins because of the waste we caused then i think far less pumpkins would be grown yeah but then we could use that space for something else true true I'm not growing pumpkins have you got a costume idea will um i like face paint i'll probably my go-to i've done this a couple of times and I think I'll just do it again. As I go to you're like, you're not going to be a ghost, are you? How did you know? <laughs> Get a bed sheet, cut a hole in it, put it oh, over your head. Gosh, in a nightclub. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. Will you dress up to go to your friend's house, Tess, or mm, PJs? Probably not. Yeah, probably not really sure yet. We haven't really work out a plan. Yeah. Oh, I think that concludes episode two of Pillow Talk. Yeah, Tess, how have you found it? Uh, it's been really good, thank you. What do you think of India's bedroom? Yeah. Quite small. <laughs> How do you find the bed? Comfortable? It's okay. Okay. Okay, it's quite comfy. <laughs> Thanks. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you don't already, you can follow us on our social medias. Will, what are they? We are at... in. No. That's... <laughs> we are at pillowtalkpod underscore on Instagram and Twitter, where we'll keep you up to date of all of our shenanigans and that's right. maybe um, post our halloween costumes ooh, should we do that good idea yeah. yeah let's do that okay bye. now it means we have to do something now bye <laughs> bye 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 thank you for having me <laughs>